this Wolves edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is, I don't think we do that day thing, do we, Paz? Uh, what we're doing here, we're carrying on our 20 league, 20 team preview uh, session of the uh, the upcoming season. And today we're going to have a look at Wolverhampton Wanderers um, joining us from uh, Bingham in Nottinghamshire. Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. What's happening? Not, not you're shaking your head at now. Not from Bingham in Nottinghamshire. Oh, uh, shit. Now you're in your mother's conservatory, I can see. I'm joining you from Newcastle. Oh, well done. England. Um, so, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, in the, um, you know, the uh, terms of my illness, which we've covered on a lot of these shows, I'm, yeah. I'm all there, Malcolm. I'm almost over it. Are you fixed? A lot better, yeah. I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm having a glass of wine tonight. No, uh, nice, Buzz. Listening but to be to honest, you, you were having uh, a glass of wine every other night, so I'm not sure where the difference I'm is. I'm on there. my holidays. No, oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm on my holidays good now. Good times. Very good times. Um, do we, uh, have we been doing any lifestyle, bars in these little bits? Are, you allowed, are we allowed to have lifestyle chat or not? Uh, I've just got, it, I've, got, I've got one point of interest. Go on then, fire it out. Uh, I think I've got athlete's foot, my little toe on my left foot, and it's absolutely doing me nap in, Baz. Funnily enough, my mother asked me today if I thought she had athlete's foot. <laughs> really? It's twice in once. So how many times that. in your life have you been asked about athlete's foot? <laughs> unbelievable, really. No, twice uh, in one afternoon. That's it. I mean, my mother's the least athletic person I know, so I don't think <laughs> <laughs> but there you go two athletes well, uh, in one day what's the chances I'm hardly daily Thompson but I think it's me football socks like uh, being I took the boys for a kick about yesterday so I put my footy socks on and then we've been to a little 3v3 tournament this afternoon and I was coaching so I've sort of put me football socks on just to look the part and I think it's a hot sweaty summer conditions for the football socks but just in between your little toe bars it's fiercely itchy Oof. Have you seen me disappear under the table halfway through this show? It's not for nefarious purposes. It's going, yeah, give myself an itch. So there you go. Um, yeah, Wolves were doing bass. Wolverhampton Wanderers. If there are any Wolves fans, so we're thinking, what the hell is this rubbish? Uh, a, you've got a very good point. But B, if you hang around for another minute or two, uh, we'll talk about Wolves and what's coming up this season. Um, all the usual places, wherever you found us on this occasion, and Spotify, Apple, um, the Premier League Gambling Podcast is what you need to search for. Um, at Twitter, we are at SGP and Premier. Uh, on YouTube, at PremierLeagueGamblingPodcast.com. Um, we do weekly preview shows. We give out picks every week. We do Champions League. We do EFL. We do absolutely everything. So if you subscribe and like and thumbs up and five star and leave a review and stuff, you'll find out when, when our shows go out. Um, and it's normally Megan Bars talking uh, a bit of this and that, a little bit of lifestyle. And then we'll give out some picks that we like for the weekend's games, things like that. Um, Wolves, Bars. You see, a lot of these, um, I don't think Wolves fans will mind me saying this, a lot of these, these kind of mid-table teams, it's pretty hard to get 
to to find an angle in. I don't think Wolves fans are particularly excited about this season. Um, the I'm going to start with the FPL point, a, a fantasy uh, league point, and we're going to cover fantasy league towards the end of the show. But when I did look at Wolves in the fantasy league, they've got no players who were over five and a half million. And I think that's an indication of where Wolves are at the moment. And it means they've got no kind of stars because they've been around in the Prem now. They're a bit of a fixture. But they always had, they had Raul Jimenez, uh, they had Ruben Neves, they had Matinho. And this time round, they've got a quite a thin squad, Baz, and they don't appear to have much money. I mean, even uh, Lopetegui was having a bit of a twist on uh, last week. And in the press, really, he sort of fired a few shots across the bows uh, of the money men at Wolves. So it's uh, yeah, they did well last year, but this is in a bit of a state of flux at the minute. What's your uh, what's your sort of instinctive instinctive view of Wolves? Everything I'm reading is that it's n- it's not a happy camp at the moment amongst the fans. Um, Lopetegui doesn't seem very happy, um, and there seems a lot of sort of unrest really in terms of I don't think anybody's really coming into this season really excited about things I mean last season you, you say they've done well they finished 13th um, 11 wins 8 draws 19 defeats uh, just 31 goals scored and 58 conceded so they finished 13th with a goal difference of minus 27 um, they, they are under a lot of pressure in terms of their budget this year my understanding is that they have to turn a profit this season um, to stay within financial fair play rules. So if they don't sort of make at least a 30, 40 million profit, there's a chance they will be charged with with sort of breaching. I think you're only allowed to make 105 million loss over two or three seasons, whatever it is. So Neves left. He went off to Saudi Arabia for 45 million. Nathan Collins has also gone to Brentford for around 23 million. Uh, Connor Cody has moved to Leicester. And Jimenez uh, has gone from Wolves to Fulham. For his, both of them, went for about seven million. So they have had to sell players. They haven't done much in terms of spending, bringing anyone in. Uh, Matt Doherty's come back on a free transfer, um, but they did spend big last season. They spent around sixty-five million on uh, Guides and, and Matias Nunes. Um, and then in January, when they were sort of hovering around the relegation place, they, they sort of threw money at that. They brought in Matthias Cunha for £45 million. So they spent a lot of money last year on players Lopetegui wanted um, and that seems to have left them a bit hamstrung this season in terms of the transfer budget. Um, so yeah, it doesn't sound like they're going to be doing a great deal of business uh, and that will be a concern with, with you know the number of players who have gone. I'm sure fans are a little bit concerned that this squad is starting to look look thinner. Yeah, we'll have a little look through um, some of the numbers, uh, odds for the Wolves to do stuff, whether it's good or bad. Um, and like I say, a few of the trends and stuff from last season. Generally, Wolves, Baz, do you have, a, do you have any... We've, we've talked at the top of most of these shows about do you have any uh, Wolves feelings? What are you laughing at? Whether we, we like teams or don't like teams. And let's, we don't like anyone, let's be honest. But which seems at least offensive. Uh, do you have any sort of strong Wolves memories, Baz, anyway? Well, the reason I'm laughing is... is from the show point of view, uh, so we did the Premier League gambling podcast from after the World Cup throughout. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you'll remember, I could never get Wolves right. If you I took them to lose every, every week for a start. And didn't they have the weird win-loss, win-loss, win-loss thing going on? 
they did have that weird form. I think it was the... I can't remember if it was the home form or away form. I think it might be their away form where they literally went for about 14 games where they won, lost, won, lost, won, lost throughout. Uh, hit, hit some good patterns that we should have followed, but I, I still kept fading that and getting them wrong. Every time I went against Wolves last season, they pulled off something. And every time I thought they might get something, they didn't. So, uh, yeah, I hate Wolves from a betting perspective because I just can't <laughs> get them right. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, in general, nothing, nothing hugely offensive. Uh, the big memory of Wolves for me, Malcolm, can you remember me and you went to Wolves back in the day? <laughs> Wolves away. And you remember? And, and we were in the away end. I remember we this weekend was memorable for two things, Bars. I'm just wondering which one of the two things you're going to mention first. Uh, it was the, the, the firework incident. Can you remember? It was the fire of me, yeah. Had some fireworks near the tunnel for the players coming out, and the players walked out, and one of the fireworks fell over and then shot off like into the stand. I remember it missed Gary's speed by about yeah. a foot and then flew straight into the stand and, and hit a few fans. Um and Wolves seem to have had I always remember that. I mean that was good <laughs> fifteen years ago. That, that we were at that game and that firework. That, was, that broke time, a woman's face. It broke a cheekbone like a... I remember at the time thinking, how can that happen in a modern football? It's actually happened a couple of times since it was. I think they've stopped doing pyrotechnics now because they don't have any luck with it. Get um, in. But yeah, that always sticks in my mind. I, I can still remember it playing as day of that firework, just literally flying past the players by inches and then, yeah, straight into the stands. Could, could have been more serious than it was, really. Uh, but yeah, was, sure they've had a couple of similar incidents, and, and now they've had to they've had to put a you, stop on that sort of behaviour. If you watch that back on YouTube, like the, the players are coming out the tunnel, Shearer's leading us out. Shearer ducks one way. I think Jermaine Jenner scores. You like you see, it nearly takes Gary Speed's head, nearly takes the referee's head off, and then it just into the crowd and it hits this wife straight in the mush. Like it was about three because we were like from first or second row, bang opposite, weren't we? Because yeah. at Wolves at Molyneux, you're along, you stand along the side, like. Um, yeah, that was incredible. Um, the second thing I was going to mention was uh, Craig Watson getting punched in the face because I made him look at a bird's ass. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> that I was the same that. trip. I, I, mean, I was unlucky. I mean, who hasn't looked at a bird's ass from time to time? Bars? And I instructed Craig to have a look at this bird's ass. But he got caught. <laughs> Some bloke planted him. Um so that was fun. But yeah, I've got to, I don't mind wolves because I lived in Worcester for quite a while. There was a big... Uh, Wolves and West Brom contingent so I always had these two groups of people to put up with and to my memory and this is quite a small sample because I'm talking probably 10 people like the, the few West Brom fans were always quite happy-go-lucky um, and a little bit of gallows humor. the Wolves fans to a man were just all nuts like absolutely insane um, if there are any like any Wolves fans who know any of the Worcester Wolves lot uh yeah, they're just all absolute crackpots, like, um, mostly in a good way, occasionally the other way. Um, and the final thing is the the Steve Bull 4-1 game, Baz, which was New Year's Day, and I think it was 90 or 91. Like, those Christmas games are really good fun. You, you look forward to them when you, were, when you were a kid, weren't you? Christmas on New Year's Day at home, in the middle of the holidays, it was getting a bit boring, and there was a home game, and Steve Bull scored four times as uh, Wolves beat Newcastle 4-1. But that really, I was probably 14 or 15. But I remember the Lisa's end just rammed with Wolves fans. Like, 
going berserk in the terraces, standing, just that sea of people bouncing, jumping, that movement, that wave sort of movement that they had. Uh, and that was one of the most vivid memories I have of what, watching Newcastle getting tonked at home. I can probably remember a handful of times where I've just stood watching the opposition fans having such a good time. Like, and uh, that Wolves was definitely up there. So, yeah, I don't mind Wolves. They've got a place in this league, definitely. We've, we've slagged off site like Bournemouth and Fulham and teams like that before. But I've got no issue. Wolves or West Brom, uh, I don't know if there's room for both of them. But if they can take turns, Baz, that's all right, isn't it? Don't mind them taking turns. Um, right, what we'll do, we'll have a look at some numbers, see if we can make some picks, Baz. Um, I'll tell you about our Patreon first, um, our network. Uh, wages war against corporate gambling. So sign up for the SGP on Patreon. You can give us a hand doing that. Uh, loads of exclusive content, uh, contests and merch. There is a monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is an ad-free, uncensored show, highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's a Discord channel just for our patrons as well. Um, head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Right, by the numbers, Baz. Wolves, as you've said, finished 13th last year, 41 points. To win the Premier League are oh, 750 to 1. Top four finish, 150 to 1. Top six finish, 40 to 1. Top half finish, 5 to 1. Then it switches. Bottom half, 1 to 9, minus 900. 3 to 1 to get relegated. Uh, 2 to 9, minus 450 to stay up. They are 12 to 1 to finish exactly bottom. And on the handicap, getting 47 points. Um, they are. Uh, yeah, so 16-1 to in receipt of 47 points. So last season, they stayed up there. Emo was winning at home. Their away record was awful. They won two games all season on the road. They won 9 of 19 at home. I picked out the key stats that you mentioned already, Baz. 31 goals scored. That's not very many goals scored, is it, in 38 games. They ranked 20th, conceded 58, which was a rank of 14. Um, they only won one of the first nine... <coughs> And then Lopetegui came in and got them playing okay. Um, they won four or seven between 8th of April and the 6th of May. Um, and they were all home wins to nil. Last year, of those nine of 19 home wins, eight of them were one or two nil. So if you're looking for a pattern, and I think we did all right. I certainly I did all right. You were, you're, yeah. wolf, you were out on Wolves. Um, I picked up Wolves quite a few times and I don't see why that pattern's going to change again. Like, You've got the same manager, but largely the, the same group of players. Um, you haven't lost any mega stars or brought in any mega stars. We're going to need, move the needle either way. So Wolves are going to have to be solid. They're going to have to try and win games at home. They're going to have to beat the bad teams. And that is how they're going to survive. They never scored um, over three goals. Um, they only scored more than one goal seven times, Baz, and failed to score 39% of the time at home. Uh, is where they picked up 73% of their points and scored 61% of the goals. So, I mean, I don't see that changing. That is where Wolves are going to be. If you're backing Wolves, if you want to bet Wolves, it's home games against the bad teams. They, they humped Liverpool when Liverpool had that mad run of losing 3-0 to everyone. Wolves were one of those. Um, but yeah, at home, low-scoring wins against the bad teams. But I, but I think Wolves are generally going to be okay. They, I had them surprisingly high when I did my league table Baz I mean what are your general thoughts about how they're going to go I mean I, I think I don't see a massive 
difference from last season, to be fair. I think on my league table, I've got them in around 14th, 15th. So I've got them dropping a couple of places. Um, I just can't see that they're going to be any better than last season. Um, And, you know, they were in and around the the sort of bottom end of the table for a long part of the season. Um, It depends on the mood around the club, if, if that does start to turn the wrong way you know fans start to have a little bit of sort of disconnection if if they're not happy with how things go in this transfer window and it looks like that's how how, how it's going at the moment um a couple of bad results and they, they could start to spiral a little bit um i i don't think they'll go down uh, but but the bookies you can see they you know they're in amongst the the sort of five or six teams who the bookies think could go down. Because um, I, I was looking, you know, looking for a pick here, um, looking at which teams they can finish above. Uh, and the bookies don't have them favourites to finish above many teams. Mm. Um, so are we talking picks here, Malcolm? Are we, are we at that stage where we... Yeah, go for it, Buzz. Uh, the thing that stands out is that 31 goals. Astonishing, really, um, that you can only score 31 goals. And and yet still survive relatively comfortably in the end. Um, they haven't done a huge amount in terms of strengthening that, and if anything, they've weakened a little bit. And you can get them at 8-1 to one to be the lowest scoring team in the division. Um, no, nice, OK. And I think 8-1, I'm not saying the will, you know, I think, you know, Luton, we know, will will possibly struggle for goals. Um, Sheffield United could be another one. Um, but Wolves, Comfortably, 31 was, you know, the, the nearest to them was 34 with Everton. Um, so to be that bad in terms of scoring last year, uh, to give me 8-1 to one that they are going to do something similar this year, I think 8-1 to one is good value for Wolves to be the lowest scoring team in the division. That would be the pick for me. Is that So you've got one pick. I like that. Um, one, one pick, 8-1, to one, Wolves to, to do the same again and be really, really poor in front of goal. I just got a feeling like this league's pretty tight and there's a little sort of a, a bit of a Rafa Benitez Newcastle vibe about them for me. Is it? And you've got a good manager who's going to be able to organise this average squad kind of into more than the sum of their parts. Um, in my first draft of the league, I had them in 10th. Um, I've actually shuffled them down to 11th now. Um, but if you look at last season, um, let's have a look. 10th place had 52 points. 11th place finished with 45 points. Now, last year, Wolves had 41. I've got them going a little bit better because, you see, they did spunk. They won one of their first nine. They spunk a load of points there at the start of the season. So if they can follow that format, they're going to be up there again to 45, 46, 47 points. Now, it's close enough. It's kind of touching distance away from that 10th place finish, but I can't give it out. I don't think five to one's big enough. If they were a bit bigger, if they were seven or eight to one for a top half finish, I might be tempted. Um, if they're not a million miles away, that that tool, but the, the safer options, as we've had a lot of these middle of the table teams, Baz, is the, to finish above market. Um, yeah. So there's two teams here. I didn't want to go right the way down. Like I say, I didn't want to go to Sheffield United. I've given everything out on every show. Um, so it's teams who I think these teams are going to finish 12th or 13th because uh, obviously it's a better price for us to finish. First one is Crystal Palace. Um, 
very, very similar in their outlook, I think, for the season. Almost similar in their MO, really. Um, steady, unspectacular. Home form is going to be key. Um, lost a few players, question marks over the direction of the club. Um, and I think Palace could be in a spot of bother, like they've already lost Wilf. Um, as he is not wanting to sign a new contract. And they just have a lot of bang average players. Like So Wolves are finish above Palace at 11 to 8, it's plus 137. If you wanted a fancier one, um, this is going to take maybe a five or six point swing, which is totally conceivable. And it's Wolves to finish above Spurs at 11 to 1. So I've got Spurs in ninth. Like I say, I've got Wolves in 11th. So you're looking at maybe 52 points to 45. But say if Wolves do okay, and we did say we, there's a few people we've spoken to in these preview shows, Baz, um, who've got sort of Spurs down in 14, 15. Like in, there's a lot of questions. They might go really well. Uh, Postacoglu might get them going. They might finish seventh, fourth, third, who knows? They could just as easily finish 15th or so. Uh, Wolves to finish above Spurs at 11 to 1. Baz, what do you reckon to that? Oh. I mean, we've put some big price picks out there, Mark. I'm an eight to one and an eleven to one. Um, Get in the queue. We'll pick in today, so uh, yeah, I don't mind it. I'd, I'd say, you know, any Spurs fans who are listening to these shows are going to be getting a little bit fed up with us, <laughs> uh, pushing them down and down, down talking them over and over again. And to be fair, you know, we we could be miles out on Spurs in the at the end of the day, but um, yeah, I don't mind. It's a bold pick. Um, yeah, let, let's go for it. And you know what, it, like, if you're doing a team preview at all, you don't want to just sit here and say, yeah, Wolves to finish bottom, Wolves to get relegated, Wolves to score no goals. Like, you've got to sort of uh, give something. You went for the, the low scoring angle, so I'm going for a bit more of a, bit more of a positive angle as well. So we might have some realist Wolves fans, but we also might have some uh, optimistic Wolves ones as well. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of FPL um, in a moment. If there's any Wolves players that tickle our fancy, I'll tell you first about underdog fantasy. Uh, the NFL season is right around the corner. Uh, underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. There's loads of opportunities to win their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4. First place gets $3 million. I'm sure that was $1 million the last two weeks. It's gone up. It's gone up to $3 million, But head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. So I used Wolves, um, the pricing of the Wolves squad, kind of to illustrate the point at the top of the show, that they have absolutely no standout players like in fantasy. Um, and I know the two things are very separate, but it does to me say um, that there's very much a squad of it's not journeyman players, but there's no stars. There's no sort of 20 goal a season players, you know, there's there's nothing like that. So, um, Baz, unlikely to have any Wolves players in your team, but who would you have your eye on? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I looked at it and it's it's hard really to find anyone where you think, yeah, I'll, I'll have a go with them. I think this time last year, Neto was an option for many people around five million. He'd had a really good pre-season, scored scored a few goals, and, and a lot of people went for him early on. But he didn't really produce anything over the season. I don't think anybody the highest scorer last season for Wolves was six goals, which shouldn't be much of a surprise when they only scored thirty-one. Uh, Joseph Saw, 
as a keeper, we've said on a few of these shows that you know the lower the keepers in the sort of keepers who have worked a bit harder can, can do okay. They get save points and, and they get more bonus points when they do get clean sheets. Uh, five million, I think there's better options in the five million bracket and and possibly even the four and a half million price keepers. Um, attacking options, there's, there's nobody really, is there? I mean, they signed Cunha for forty five million last year. He made 12 starts and, and scored just twice. So certainly nothing there to give us any hope that he's going to come out of the woodwork and be any kind of star. Um, highest scoring players last year for them, players like Max Kilman in defence, pick up a few um, attacking returns. I'd say uh, Doherty's returned. What One interesting thing is Doherty returned. He... Used to be a bit of a fantasy football star when he was last. Oh, football. absolutely! Yeah, he was a proper um, darling. Absolutely amazing in terms of his attacking returns, uh, and he continued that for a little bit um, at Spurs. Uh, he scored 144 and 167 in consecutive seasons uh, in fantasy football, 18, 19, and 19, 20. But three years since, he's he's not even got close to breaking 100. I don't think he's necessarily going to be straight into starting lineups. But yeah, he he used to be one. It's it's difficult. There's nobody really stands out for me. If I, if it had to be anyone, I would possibly go with Eight Nuri um, as a four and a half million defender who can potentially get those attacking returns from the wing back positions. Um, he had a lot of injuries last year. Didn't didn't start a huge amount of games. Um, but yeah, Eight Nuri would be if I had to pick anyone. But I can guarantee there will not be a Wolves player in my squad at the start of the season. But as we've said with some other teams, teams like Burnley, Luton, where you've mentioned the maximum price for for any of these FPL players for Wolves is five and a half million. Somewhere in the season, one of these will hit a little bit of a run where people think, "Oh, we can we can get them in for four and a half million or five million, and they'll they'll keep us ticking over." Uh, I think, if anything, it's likely to come from the defensive side of it. Players likes of Kilman, Aitnuri, possibly Doggerty if he does get back into the squad, depending how they play him. Um, as I say, in terms of attacking options, I can't see anyone. Maybe Podence, but but yeah, I'm not spending five and a half million on Podence uh, when I could get someone like Nciso for the same price at Brighton. Yeah, um, I did forget to give out our listener league code there, Baz. Uh, we have got a listener league code, which is free to enter. We've got some prizes. 150 quid in cash. We've got some merch. Uh, we've got the egg in a cup. cup. The code, if you want to have a game, uh, is CVVQAB. That is Corn Vixen Vixen Quality Andromeda Bath. CVVQAB. I panicked then, Baz. I got that quite badly wrong. CVVQAB. Get involved. Come and play. Um, yeah, so it's too much money by half a million. That's the problem yeah. there. Uh, five million keepers are apparently very popular. Um, the funny thing is with this, I like like the Wolves players that I like, as in football players. Um, in eight Newry's one that I met that you mentioned, in Samedo's the other one. Eight Newry just need some more minutes because um, yeah. they both always look really good. Fun, the attack, fullbacks, a lot of ad, uh, invention from them, a lot of adventure. So both of them. And and then two two of these strikers, but I mean, couldn't you? Um, if Wolves can do something, it might be a streaming thing. Uh, home games where the winter nil, you know, um, for the defenders. But Cunha or Fabio Silva, Fabio Silva came with a reputation as well. So um, if Wolves can put it together, 
then someone's going to score the goods, and it's going to be it's going to be possibly Cunha or Fabio Silva. So you're right. Is when the season kicks off, I'm unlikely to have all this player in my team, but um, there's certain three or four that you can keep an eye on. Um, and I think, Baz, uh, that is Wolves in the books. Uh, anything else um, Wolves related to that? No, just, you know, if anyone, uh, Wolves fans, have found us during this episode, um, then do give us a listen. As you say, we put out two shows a week, um, Premier League picks, EFL, European, all of that stuff. Uh, so give us a listen, give us a subscribe on the podcast channels, the YouTubes, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and as you say, Fantasy Premier League, we've got a prize, cash prize, uh, £150. We'll have some merchandise and all of that lot. Um, just make sure to qualify for that. You need to be in by week one and you need to do something good for us, as Malcolm said in previous shows. Give us a like, a subscribe, a five-star review. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, those sort of things, um, and get in the Listener League. Champion. Uh, well done, Baz. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, good luck, the Wolves, for the season. Um, we will be back. Go and have a listen to the other... 19 recordings. We've got other stuff as well. You'll notice as well. Women's World Cup ongoing. EFL shows coming out next week. And then we're counting down to the pick show um, the week after that as well. So loads going on here on the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Up oh, the Shugging Wolves. And we'll see you down the road, cheers.